Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Zenepateratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and then we'll get started. Today I have a peach Earl Grey tea that I got in Japan, and I have some trail mix with raisins. So let's get real. This is my first podcast in a little while. Um, so I'm feeling a little like, oh, how do I do this again? <laughs> well, we'll we'll see how it goes. So I just got back to my home from a vacation in Japan that I went with my sister and my 16-year-old daughter. It was amazing. We were there for two weeks, which, I mean, it was really fun. We had so much fun and saw so many things and tried foods that I will probably never try again. Um, (laughs) But I learned some really interesting things about myself on this trip. And so I'm going to take a couple podcasts and just share the trip with you. So I don't know how much I'm going to share in this episode about what we did on the trip. But one of the things that really struck me is the lack of routine that happens on vacation, right? Like you have this idea that you're going to have more time and you're going to have more time to like sit and read a book. And I brought magazines because I have um, a subscription to Taste of Home magazine. If you've never heard of it, it's okay. I've had it for years and years. Actually, my grandmother started me on this magazine. And now I think it's like every six months you get one, which is kind of sad, but that's okay. And I save them for when I'm on vacation. So when I am somewhere that I can just put my feet up, I will take out the magazine, flip through it, find some recipes that I'll never try, um, (laughs) and just really enjoy them. So I brought my magazines with, and honestly, there was never a time to sit and put my feet up to read a magazine or read a book or journal, or any of those kind of fun things. Now, the first time I went to Sri Lanka, I brought a journal with me, and I journaled everything. I just, I because I was so, it was my first time anywhere but Canada, and I was so intrigued by the country of Sri Lanka. Like, everything was different. Um, It was just the weather was different, the people, the culture, the food. So I have this really extensive journal of my first time and my first impressions of Sri Lanka. And it's since I've been back a couple of times since then, it's actually really fun to go back and read my impressions of the food and the culture. And I was like, oh, I don't remember that because I've kind of glorified it, you know, (laughs) those kind of things. And so I had this vision on this trip that I was going to journal. In fact, the first day we got there, we went to a hundred yen store, which is really equal to a dollar store in the United States. So we went there and the only thing I bought a pair of earrings um, because why not spend a dollar on a pair of earrings, right? Like that seems completely normal. Um, (laughs) I bought a pair of earrings and a journal. Um, I know we came away with like five or six bags out of there, but I think that was pretty much all that I bought in that store. So I came away with my journal. Oh, I did get a pen because I was super excited. I found a pen from when I was a kid. Anyway, and I was like, okay, now I have my journal. I am going to journal in Japan. 
you know what? I didn't. I think I wrote a half a paragraph and it was, I'm so exhausted. We had a big day. Great. And so at the end of the trip, I kind of was feeling really bad. Like I didn't spend time journaling. I didn't spend time. I thought I'd get through a lot of my Bible reading because I was like, I'll just, you know, walk around and listen to the Bible and it will be just super powerful. And I have my prayer journal and I have all this stuff. And yeah, I didn't touch any of it, guys. And my daughter was like, I brought all these things to journal and get closer to God. And I didn't use any of them. And I kind of on the way home, it was a 22 hour flight. And I don't sleep on planes. I really wish I did. I really wish like I had the ability. I thought about taking some Tylenol PM. I know not a good plan. You're all like, whoa, that's a bad plan. But it's a I think it was like a 14 hour flight from one to the other and I'm like I just need to sleep and I didn't anyway because I was like I need to be responsible because I'm at the end and if anybody needs to get up I need to be able to move and so I didn't take any so I'm sitting there for those 14 hours listening to books and just kind of chilling and having all the random thoughts run through your head And something struck me during that time that I kind of wanted to share with you as I'm moving forward and really processing through the whole trip. You know, it takes more than a day or two to process through that kind of trip and that kind of culture and really what it meant to me and how it changed me. And there are some things in my life that have changed. But here is what I'm walking away from with that's really big is I have said for years that it's so important to change up the way you do your devotions. Like that is just a really important thing because sometimes we just get in the routine of doing the same thing over and over and over and it just doesn't become as powerful anymore, right? Sometimes you just need a break. And I was thinking about my time in Japan and we were on the ground for 15 days. And during that 15 days... I did not write in my prayer journal. I did not open up my Bible during those 15 days. And now I've just lost some of you. Um, (laughs) I did not. And I walk away from Japan realizing that it was one of the most spiritually growing times in my life because I did my time with God in a different way. I really um, found him in the everyday moments and those quiet moments where you're in the middle of a train and in Japan, they don't talk on their trains. So it is complete silence, which is so weird and so hard to explain when you live in a culture where there's always music or there's always people talking. There's never silence. Silence is something we're not comfortable with in the United States, at least where I'm at. Maybe your place people are comfortable, but there's always something going on. When I worked retail, there's always music playing at a retail store. You know, there's always announcements happening and people talking. And in Japan, there's no talking. Like it is dead silent in the train. And those were the moments that I just took and said, Lord, I'm here. What do you have to say? You know, like I, it was just a very powerful time for me that I 
kind of felt like, oh, no, have I like slipped away because I spent 15 days really not, you know, reading my Bible and spending intense time in prayer and doing those kind of things. Not that I don't think that's really important, but I found a depth in my relationship with God because I didn't have those to rely on. Does that make sense? Maybe kind of odd, but I didn't have the moments to like set aside X amount of time to sit down and like, I'm doing my devotions right now. Right now is the time. Everybody leave me alone. You know, that kind of thing. I just didn't have that because it wasn't really my timeline. I was working with my sister's timeline, which is pretty much dusted on, you know, like, let's do this and keep moving. And she tried to allow us to sleep, but... (laughs) you know, that's just not her thing. She, We had a lot to see. You have an entire country in 15 days. We did not see the entire country, by the way. We only stuck in like one little area, which was Osaka. And I'm super glad we did. We really wanted to go to Tokyo. My sister's like, yeah, Tokyo is like a whole other trip. You can't really do both. And we were really disappointed at first. And then I was so excited that we just spent our time in Osaka. It was amazing. And the places we got to travel, it was just um, mind blowing, the things that we got to do. So I do not begrudge that there wasn't like a pocket of time every day for me to set aside. But I really grew because I chose to find God in new ways. And I just really wanted to come on and encourage you as we're entering summer and it's warm outside and we are no longer with a routine and people go on vacations during this time. You have family reunions and you have soccer and basketball and baseball and all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know. Do the people play basketball in the summer? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm obviously not a sports mom, but... (laughs) You have so much going on and the routine kind of flies out the window during summer in the United States, especially. We just kind of go, oh, we've got too much to do. There's so many things to see and people are on the lake and they're always doing these things. And I want to encourage you during this season to dig in deep in a new way. Find new ways that if your routine is broken up and maybe you go a day or two without reading your Bible and doing your prayer journal and doing kind of whatever you've done till now, let's get creative this summer. Let's get creative with how we're connecting with the Lord. In fact, um, my daughter and my sister and I had the opportunity, which I'll talk about maybe a little bit later, to go to this um Buddhist temple. And it is the biggest wooden Buddhist temple with the biggest wooden wooden Buddha in it. And whether you agree with that or not, um, we went in and I feel like that was one of the most spiritual moments in my life because I realized that they were praying to someone that they know is dead. They know that Buddha is not alive. And I know that my God is alive and that is my whole belief system, right? Like I know that Jesus is alive. He was raised from the dead and lives and sits and reigns reigns the world right now. And my God is concerned about me and people are praying and doing all these rituals and trying to get Buddha to see them. And I don't need to um, beg the Lord to see me. I don't need to um, 
do all the rituals and do all the right things for God to say, hey, I see you. What do you need? I love you. I don't need to um, strive. I can strive and we should strive to be better, of course, but we don't need to for the Lord to love us. And so for me, it was such a keen reminder of who the God that I serve is and the God that loves me and has a plan for me is. And I was so blown away that I had tears running down my face. Probably people were like, oh, wow, she's really moved by this. I was not moved by Buddha. (laughs) I was not moved by the temple, although it was very gorgeous and very beautiful. And, you know, I was and I was not moved by I mean, there were other things I was moved by, but I was moved by that I serve a God that loves me and I do not need to beg him to love me. I do not need to prove to him how good of a person I am and move up the chain, you know, kind of thing. I, he accepts me for where I am. And that was so powerful to me. And I just pray for you this summer. My goal this summer is, you know, to get through a big chunk of the Bible But then the Lord was like, hey, do you remember the times that you spent with me in those quiet moments that I really changed things? And so as you're walking through the summer, I just pray that you would find moments that will change your life, that you just seek him in those quiet moments in the car as your kids are running to the soccer field or (laughs) you're in the store picking up ices or wherever you can find a moment. I just pray that even if your schedule gets crazy and you're not able to dig deep into things or you aren't necessarily going through a devotional right now because things are crazy, that you will take moments and find time to seek the Lord and see what he has to say to you. Because trust me, you're. I was in a foreign country feeling really uncomfortable And no one around me spoke English, but the Lord did. And the Lord really met me in some amazing places and um, really rewarded me for seeking after him in those quiet times. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I'm super excited to be able to kind of walk through those 15 days with you and teach you and tell you, maybe not teach you, but tell you the fun things that he's taught me and some of our fun experiences that we had. It's going to be really fun. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook and on Be Real. Woot, woot. If you haven't joined Be Real, it's okay. But it is so fun because it's really just about being real, which is really who I am. So (laughs) it works for me. Anyway, (laughs) you can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. We are booking into November, December of next year and starting our 2024 schedule. I know, isn't that crazy? It's only June, but we are looking at... Um, next spring, if you want to schedule something for your women's retreats or your women's events, um, just contact me. Go to ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. So like, rate, and share this podcast with someone that you love. And you all have a great summer as you start seeking after the Lord in new and creative ways. <music>